Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to Faith on Fire. I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Rhema Word of Faith, the Word Church. And I want to welcome everybody to the broadcast. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Scripture also says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Scripture also says that the just shall live by faith. So uh, we want to we have faith in God. And again, I like simplicity. Faith in God is just having confidence in the Word of God. And again, us who are called by his name, who have put our faith in the Lord and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we're, we're to live by the word of God. And with that said, we have to be students of the word of God. We have to be allow the word of God to transform us by the renewing of our minds. We got to feed on that word. Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word. So we got to start feeding on that word of God every day, every day. You got to chew it up, got to digest it, get you a daily dose of that word. And it'll start changing your thinking, thinking, and you'll uh, soon have the mind of Christ. But what I wanted to talk about today is is balance. Being a balanced Christian, a balanced pastor. I know uh, previous to our coming into the knowledge of the truth, we have this preconception uh, of how God he is and what his expectation is of us and and, and I, I tell people all the time, the more and more I grow in the knowledge of the Lord's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, the more free I become. Uh, I am so free. God, I guess the scripture is true. What Jesus said, he, he who the son set free is free indeed. So uh, I'm happy to be free. I'm happy to, to have the truth and, and to live in that abundant life that Jesus said he came to give us. And, and that includes freedom, freedom to be who God created us to be. Uh, from, he says in this word in Jeremiah, I knew you before you was formed in your mother's womb. I, I know the plan and the purpose I have for you. Plans to give you hope in the future. And again, with that, we got to have some balance in our life. And again, we, the world pretty much conforms Christians. And the scripture, God wants us to be conformed to his word, not be conformed to this world. Scripture says in Romans 12, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and god wants us our minds to be renewed by his word and the scripture says faith comes by hearing hearing his word god's a faith god and the more we hear and feed on his word again it, it transforms us it renews our mind it gives us the mind of christ and and i was just thinking i posted something on facebook earlier and, and i and i try to keep that balance again i tell people i'm not a republican i'm not a democrat i'm a christian crat I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God. Yes, we have dual citizenship here. Whatever country you live in as a Christian, you have citizenship, a temporary citizenship in that country, but you have an eternal citizenship in heaven, and our allegiance should always be to the kingdom of God. That's the government that Jesus came preaching about and and pr convincing us to repent and believe the gospel of the kingdom that he's bringing forth. And the scripture says, 
and Isaiah of the end of his kingdom, there should be no end. So that means eternal. That's forever and ever. Amen. So with that said, we got to uh, we gotta get that word in us. We got to get that word in us. And, and Paul said there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not by the flesh, but by the spirit. And the spirit is included in God's word. Jesus said in John 6, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. And I was just thinking about, you know, the world try to get you and, and religion. Oh, I hate religion. Religions try to make you think that you got to do works to please God. The only thing you have to do to please God is receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and then start getting discipled, start being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you just continue in that. You continue to grow in the knowledge of the truth. And, and again, the more you grow, the more free you become. And again, I know there's a lot of things about, you know, Christians shouldn't have guns. A lot of people believe that. Some Christians believe they could have them. And again, dual citizenship, I believe... Uh, we can exercise our Second Amendment right here in America because we're citizens of the U.S. as well. And we should be able to protect ourselves, protect our families. You know, if somebody try to break in our house or whatever, we have that. And again, the founding fathers put that in the Constitution. So I'm balanced there. I'm balanced where it comes to, to life, you know. A lot of people think because I love all people. I love the president. I love... Democrats and Republicans, people try to pigeonhole you and put you in a box and say, well, well, because you like this guy, you must support him and that's who you are. No, well, Jesus said, be all things to all people. And again, on Facebook, you know, I, I friend everybody. I friend sinners and saved people. I send, I friend everybody because I know once they're exposed to me, what they're going to be exposed to. And I know what my Lord and Savior told me to do. He said, go and let your light so shine before others, for people, before people that they may see your good works and glorify me, your father in heaven. So I understand that. So I have to realize that I, I'm all things to all people. And I, that means I can relate to all people. I, I'm just not a, a Christian or a child of God that just relates to other Christians or children of God. I can relate to sinners, too, because Scripture says, you know, Jesus gave us an example that we should follow. And as he is, so are we. So, and I know, I understand the Bible. I studied the scriptures, especially the New Testament. And I understand how Jesus, in, he interacted and engaged everybody. There was nobody from religious people who were already, that was already set up to just rank sinners. He, he engaged them. And he's the example that we should follow. We're not to go. Jesus say, is a light made or a lamp made to be put under the table, put on top of the table. And again, we that's what he meant by let your light so shine. I believe it's supposed to be on top of the table so, so it'll brighten up the whole room. And again, the more free we are in Christ Jesus, the scripture says where well, the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. The more you can let your light so shine and then you can lead people to Christ. And, and that's the whole thing with God, being all things to all people. God's interested in souls being saved. Hearts being healed and lives being transformed. That's that's our mission at Rainbow Word of Faith Empowerment Ministry. But that's what God's interested in. And the scripture says, I believe in Proverbs, it says, he who wins souls is wise. And that's what Jesus did. He was always after winning people to the truth. He was out to win, so he demonstrated love to them. He demonstrated the power of God. 
And then the scripture says in John 14, those who believe on him, Jesus said that those who believe in me and the works that I do, shall they do also and greater works shall he do. He was referring to us who are born again and God's Holy Spirit comes to live in us. Therefore, we can obviously do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And this morning I got up and God just laid this scripture on me. It was out of um, Luke 14, where Jesus declared the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Luke 4. He, for he's anointed me to preach the gospel, to set captives free. Well, the scripture says, as he is, so are we. So that same spirit of the Lord is upon us. God's anointed us to preach the gospel, to be loved. And so we, as he is, so are we. And we have to always remember that. I tell people all the time, if you ever forget who you are, you know, just go look at Jesus. He's the example. He's the sample son. He's the role model. He's the example that we should follow. Always think about Jesus. Don't think about religious people. Because remember, those are the same ones that, you know, crucify him. No, always go back to Jesus and see who did he interact with? Who, what was his encounter? How did he, you know, communicate with people? You know, and he's our example. So I'm always reminded of and I'm always reminded of my first encounter with God. It wasn't a religious experience. It was a truth experience. It was a supernatural experience. It was a love experience. So with that said, you know, I want to talk about balance today, just being a balanced Christian. You know, you can go to the movies. <laughs> I know, you know, some churches, leadership, ministry leadership, they tell you you can't go to the movies because you're not living holy. If you go to the movies or if you go to a particular sporting event or again, and they put things, they, they put all that yoke on you and make you things that they want to do. It's okay. But things that they're not into now, you're not living holy. So God wants you to go everywhere and let your light so shine. He wants you to go to Hollywood, let your light so shine. He don't want you to forget who you are. Once you get there to those mountaintops, because he wants you to display him. Remember we're ambassadors for Christ. We're ministers of rep reconciliation. God wants everybody to see him through us. So, yes, you can go to the movies. And, yes, you got to use some uh, use wisdom on what type of movies you're going to see, what you're exposing yourself to. But you can go places. You can go out in the marketplace. You don't have to just hang out with Christians. You know, again, it's important to be grounded and rooted in the truth. So, you know they'll become more like you instead of you becoming like them. And, and again, that's what it means to let your light so shine. So you have to feed on the word of God every day and allow it to transform you by renewing your mind. And then you have a greater revelation of, of who you are. And then you can't be, you know, uprooted. And again, God wants you to be rooted and grounded in love, rooted and grounded in the truth. And I tell people all the time, you know, I got born again in 1999. And I haven't been perfect since 1999, but I never went back. I never went back to the old Vince. I constantly let the word of God transform me. I kept moving forward. I stayed on that, that, that path of grace and righteousness, that narrow road. And that's where God wants us. He wants, scripture says, run with endurance the race that's set before you. Again, looking unto Jesus after, as the author and finisher of your faith. And Jesus is... In Revelation, he's called the Word of God. So we got to look unto the literal Jesus, but also the Word of God as the author and the finisher of our faith. And the scripture says, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the, the flesh, but after the Spirit. And the Spirit 
includes walking by the word of God. So again, I may post some stuff on Facebook about guns. I may post some stuff honoring uh, the president because the scripture tells us to honor. That's what it means to walk by faith. I'm doing what the word says. I'm not doing what my political party says. I'm not doing what an unrenewed mind tells me, my feelings, my emotions. I'm doing what the word of God says, and he says, honor all people. And that's what we have to do. So I might post something about President Obama in, in the spirit of honor and not that I agree with everything that anybody says. We are never going to agree with everybody, but we're still commanded to love and honor one, one another. That's what Jesus commanded us. That's what our Lord and Savior, the one that died for us, that purchased us with his precious blood. He said we're to love one another and to honor one another. And that's walking by faith. A lot of people don't think, oh, that's, oh, no, yeah, that's walking by faith too. Because you're not just a hearer, a forgetful hearer of the word, but 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 you're a, you're a doer of the word. You're actually doing it. You're remembering. You're allowing the Holy Spirit to bring all things to your remembrance that He said to you in His word. And then when life happens, you oh, oh this is what the Scripture says. This is who I am now. I act like this. I honor people. I don't speak bad about people. I love people. I may not like them, but I love them. And, and I demonstrate that in my communication. I demonstrate that on Facebook. You know, today I post a lot of a variety of things. And it kind of messes people. And I do it sometimes to jab some of my friends because they always want to put you in a box and think because you're a Christian or, or, or they try to think you're a, a part of a particular political party. And, and I'll, I just post different stuff because, again, I understand I'm in the kingdom now. In the kingdom, there is no partiality. <laughs> you know, it's understood that Jesus is the king of our kingdom forever and ever and ever. And we're going to, we have eternal life in him. It's not in politicians. It's not in all this other crap that the world through the media wants you to believe. You know, I, I believe the word of God. And he tells us, he gives us a command as it relates to other people. So, uh, yeah, so I'm a balanced preacher. I'm a balanced Christian. I, I love people. I don't allow people to put me in a box, pigeonhole me, put me in a certain box and say, well, you're a pastor. You're supposed to do this. I remember one time uh, I pastored a church in Chapman Town, and, and I, I, I pray. I'm a prayer. I'm a prayer warrior. I'm an intercessor. And, again, sometimes I drive my car through the community, and, and I pray. If I'm walking through there, I pray walk. Well, sometimes I ride my bike through the community and just all throughout Chico. But I'm not just riding my bike. I'm riding it for several reasons to get to my destination, to help erase my ecological footprint, to keep myself in shape. But most of all, I, I'm praying and I'm interceding for the inhabitants of the city. So one day I was riding through Chapman Town, riding my bike and doing what I'm doing. You know, I'm talking to God. I'm prayer riding. I'm interceding for the uh, inhabitants, the residents of that community. And I go over to this religious church. I see one of the guys from the religious church. He, I ain't going to say their name either. He invited me to their yard sale that they were having. They were having a yard sale at their church property. And I told him, since I knew him, hey, I'll come over there and check you guys out, help support it financially. Obviously, if you're having a yard sale, you're trying to make some money. We teach about tithing and giving. But anyway, I ride my bike over there, and sister so-and-so, as soon as I rode up in the gate, she went in to me right then. And again, she's a hearer, not a doer, because, again, no honor, no respect for the call 
that God has on my life. <laughs> and she's known me before I was saved. So anyway, and just like Jesus said, a prophet, he's honored, but not in his own hometown amongst his own kin folk, folks that know him, that grew up with him. So, but I understand where she was. So anyway, I ride my bike and I ride up in the facility. And the first thing the devil uses her to go in on me, she goes in, she says, what a pastor doing riding a bike? And she, no disrespect, she about 400 pounds. And she asked me, and I'll just explain the reasons that I ride a bike to help re erase my ecological footprint, save gas, help me stay in shape, and to pray, pray over the city or the community. So she goes in, what a pastor doing riding a bike? And I'm thinking, uh, where is it written that, that a pastor shouldn't be riding a bike? But again, in her religious mind and her thinking, thinking, a pastor shouldn't be caught riding a bike. I think they said that about Jesus. Jesus shouldn't be talking to no sinners. What are you doing going over Nicodemus' house? Don't he know who he is? Or tax collector's house, or he eating with sinners. But again, this just tells you if you're spiritual mature. I posted something about that this morning, too, on Facebook. The sign of spiritual maturity is you're able to look at look at yourself and see what's wrong. <laughs> and the religious people couldn't do that, but Jesus always exposed them. So yeah, so anyway, she goes in and what a pastor doing riding a bike. And I'm thinking, oh, where is it at that I can't, who says I can't ride a bike? And I guess in her mind, I couldn't ride a bike. So I, I told her the reasons I'm riding. I'm riding, you know, erase my ecological footprint, I'm prayer, praying over the community here, which I guess your church building is in this community as well, but I'm praying over the community. And she smirked about it. So I was like, wow. So I looked through the yard sale and I didn't see anything I really wanted. But then I, as I was leaving and, and she had smart things to say all the time I was there, no customer service, no honor really. And so as I'm uh, about to leave, I see the stack of cassettes, music cassettes. And one of them was from Gloria Estefan. She was, I grew up on her Miami sound machine, Florida. And she had this one song on there. I really love It's uh, I forgot, <laughs> don't want to lose you now. It was a love song. And again, I'm in love with my wife. I'm in love with Jesus too. So anyway, I uh, I purchased the cassette. I go up there to pay for it. I think they wanted a dollar fifty cent for it. So I, I, I purchased it. And then the same sister went off again. What a pastor doing buying a worldly CD, like worldly music like that. And I was like, well, because I like the songs on there. <laughs> In her mind, I shouldn't be listening to any R&B or any music that's not gospel or any hymns. And then I, the Holy Spirit told me to tell her this. Well, you're selling it to me. <laughs> so there she was, called herself, pulling the speck out of my eye, and she had a big plank in her eye because she was selling it. So anyway, that's how people try to put you in a box as a Christian or a pastor, try to tell you what you can and what you can't do. And again, the more and more you get the truth, the more free you become. You know, you realize, yeah, I can be, I can ride a bike as a pastor. I can, I can listen to a, one of my favorite songs. You know, I can do that. Yeah, I can go to the movies. You know, I can go dancing with my wife. And again, we 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 put all we we become religious unknowingly. And I believe that's what Jesus meant when he said, you know, there's going to be wolves in sheep's clothing coming to, to deceive the flock because you got pastors out there that are teaching their congregants this crap. You know, they can't go nowhere. They can't do nothing. But again, that's probably good because they're not poisoning anybody else 
But my Bible says, let go, let your light. He says, go into all the world, make disciples, not hate on disciples, hate on people. He said, go make students, lead them, let your light so shine. And again, and scripture says, he said, be all things to all people. Well, I understand how to be all things to all people because I have Jesus as a role model. I have Jesus as a sample. So again, I always go back to look at how did Jesus do things? You know, when he walked the earth and did his ministry, how, how did he do it? You know, I'm reminded, I know a lot of religious people opposed to having a drink of wine, but I'm reminded Jesus' first miracle, he turned water into wine. And where was he at? Obviously, he was at a wedding, but he was the wedding was over. It was the reception part of the wedding. And I ain't always been saved, but I've been to a lot of weddings and a lot of receptions. And uh, I know what happens at a lot of receptions. There's a lot of drinking going on. And uh, and obviously, that's what happened where Jesus was, and they ran out. And, and the wedding planner, whatever, after he tasted wine, he said, Wow, most of you guys put the good stuff out first. And then everybody's drunk. Then you come and put the, the rock cut out, the bad stuff. He said, but you save the best for last. So Jesus made the best wine. And again, we, we get so super religious. We, we, I heard it said, you know, you're so heavenly minded. You're no earthly good. And, and you want to realize God's desires that, that his kingdom come and his will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And in heaven, people are free. You know, we're free and we're supposed to love people. We're supposed to honor people, respect people. That's the the new nature that we walk in. And it's not just, Jesus said this, the scripture says this, if you love those who love you, what, what, what did you profit? Or if you just do good to those who do good to you. And again, we, we kind of been programmed like that by the enemy deceptively to just love those that love us. Anybody that don't agree with us, oh man, we're hating them. And and trust and believe, I have a, over 2,000 friends on Facebook. I see it all the time. My so-called, they refer to themselves as conservative Christians. Oh, and I see it on the Democratic Christian side too. These guys are jacked up. I'm like, wow, Lord, I don't want to be like them. I had a friend, she's a Democrat. Oh, she's a Christian though and goes to a local congregation here. Uh, I was the keynote speaker at a Martin Luther King event here in Oroville, California uh, this year, January. And I took a picture with um, a Republican uh, congressman that was at the event. And I used his kind of his slogan, he's one of us, because that was his campaign slogan. And this Democrat, she's a strong Democrat. She, she sh should get to understand that she should be a strong Christian first. But she's a strong Democrat first. Uh, and she chewed into me. She said, what do you mean he's one of us? She replied to me on Facebook. What do you mean he's one of us? I'm like, well, and I was kind of just joking because the guy was in between me and another African-American <laughs> gentleman, you know, the, the congressman was. So I was just joking, saying he's one of us. He's at an MLK event using his campaign slogan. <laughs> and she took it the other way saying he's not a Democrat. And I'm saying to myself, well, what makes you think I am? I Again, I had to tell her I have no allegiance to any political party. I might vote anyway. I may vote Republican one year. I might vote Democrat one year. I love all people, but I, I, my allegiance is to the kingdom of God. Yeah, it's to the kingdom of God. And again, and we kind of, the devil used that deceptively to get us to start hating one another. He tried to, have us led by our political parties instead of by the word of God. And again, I'm going to say this. 
not one political party has a monopoly on God. And you've probably been deceived and duped to believe that, but it's not true. Because Jesus, you know, Jesus loved all people. He loved every person that was created, God loves them. Because he created them for a purpose. So he loves them. And he tells us to love people. So, you know, we got to get out of that. You know, I'm just going to love people that's just like me or believe what I believe. Oh, well, that's the case, you know. You're, you're an accident going somewhere to happen. So you want to put your faith in God and you want to start feeding on his word. The more you feed on it, the more free you will be. You will be so free and you'll love people and you'll see things from a different perspective. Quick story. There was this lady that uh, always hung her clothes out on a clothesline. And our next door neighbor would always look out her windows and say, why is this lady always hanging those dirty clothes up on the line? And she said, you know, week after week, month by month, month after month. And then one day uh, her cousin came over and she said, look at my neighbor. She's always hanging those dirty clothes on the line. And her cousin said, well, well, cousin, those, those clothes aren't dirty. Uh, your windows are dirty. <laughs> your windows are dirty. So maybe you clean your windows, you can see a little clearer. And again, I tell people all the time, we don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. Yeah. As a man think it in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 4. So you have to start have, getting the mind of Christ and see things the way God sees them. God loves people. God wants you free. He wants you free. Again, Jesus, you know, Mary Magdalene, you know, washed Jesus' feet with her hair. And, and she was a prostitute previous to, you know, hanging out with Jesus. He cast out X amount of demons out of her. And we have to realize, you know, there's no condemnation and we have to be all things to all people and not let people put us in this little box. Oh, you're a Christian. Well, you're supposed to vote this way. You're supposed to be a Republican as a Christian or, or you're a liberal. You know, I don't get caught up on that conservative, liberal, liberal. I'm going to call it liberal crap. That's what it is. It's conservative crap, liberal crap. We get caught up as Christians because we owe our allegiance to the kingdom of God. And he doesn't have a democracy. He has a, a theocracy. <laughs> yeah, he's a dictatorship. You can't vote him in. You can't vote him out. And he's our king of kings. He's the Lord of lords, Jesus Christ. Our allegiance is to him. And can't one political party say, yeah, yeah, well, we represent the kingdom of God. No, you don't. Because there's corruption all through what I call D.C., Washington, D.C. I call it demonically controlled, even though God wants us to go there and make it divinely controlled. Hey, I'm out of time, but I'm definitely not out of faith, and I hope this message was a blessing to you. And I want to remind you as you go through this week, keep walking by faith.